The Infertility Podcast is a place of inspiration for every season in life, a resource where listeners can be encouraged to push past obstacles and be motivated by individual stories. The premise of infertility is understanding the season you are in and realizing that there are strategies that can be implemented to enjoy a fertile season. Now on with the show. Welcome back to another episode of the Infertility Podcast. We are nearing the end of the year, which is so crazy to me. Um, I've been kind of dazed and confused because the days are moving so quickly and so much is happening all at once. At first it was like, can you believe it's all, you know, almost Thanksgiving and now it's like, can you believe it's almost Christmas? So the year is like flying by. And in the spirit of not ending the year feeling as though you've been deflated, I wanted to provide some tips on how to finish the year strong and ready to start 2020. So as we're nearing the end of the year, we are entering the winter season. And some of us are already experiencing record low temperatures. Here in Florida this past week, it was... It was, I think, 42 degrees one day. Um, So we are already experiencing some cooler temperatures than the norm. And when I think about the winter season, it's connected to the seasons of um, La Belle Vie. And that season is being committed and consistent. So in this podcast, I have explained the concept of seasons Um, And it's also on my website, but just to kind of refresh everyone's memory, um, Committed and Consistent is kind of the winter season, and it's a season where we experience cold temperatures. Um, If you think about animals, animals find ways to keep warm, they hibernate, and for us as human beings, we often fall complacent. Uh, this is the time period of the year where many of the many of the holidays take place. So Thanksgiving, Christmas, Kwanzaa, Hanukkah. And so we're around a lot of friends, a lot of family, which usually uh, means there's a lot of food, a lot of drinks. And so um, we're maybe not as diligent with our eating habits and as strict as our eating habits, strict with our eating habits as we were in the beginning of the year. Um, And in other areas in our lives, we can grow complacent uh, because we're nearing the end of the year and it's that winter time period. At that time and and at this season, it's important to remain committed and consistent and ensure that you are continually growing and moving forward. The key components of the season are retaining what you've already received holding yourself accountable, and staying motivated. So the um, tips that I'm going to provide today um, are going to really, well, hopefully, get you to finish 2019 strong. And so finishing the year strong, that is the goal. So what tips can I provide or what has worked for me in the past? Great question. I'm going to go over five um, tips today in hopes that it will help you kind of cross that finish line at the end of the year with some sort of feeling of success. So the first uh, point I want to make is recommit to your goal. 
so yeah, I know that you're probably already thinking about the goals you want to set for 2020. There's nothing bad, you know, about that. But I want you, I want to encourage you to look back for the year 2019 and see if there is a goal that you have not achieved that you may be able to complete in this month. So recommit to at least one goal or set one goal um, for this month that you can achieve and commit to it. If you didn't have a list of goals for 2019, there's no better no better time than right now to start creating that list of things that you want to achieve. Uh, I want to advise to you know be re- realistic, put a timeline on it, put a date of completion that you would like to complete that goal, um, and really think about you know in the month of December what is one thing that I know I can complete um, within the next couple of weeks and focus on that goal. So the first um, tip is recommit to your goal and um, really try to just keep it to one or two things um, so you don't get overwhelmed, but recommit to at least one goal that you can complete in the month of December. The next tip or word of advice that I have is declutter. Clear out your space and declutter your space. I'm going to take some time on this um, point because there are several aspects that I would like to cover when it comes to um, decluttering and clearing your space. Remove small annoyances. So small annoyances are the little things that suck up your mental bandwidth and make you feel unfinished. In this month, I encourage you to remove the what seems to be small annoyances because it can turn into something big. So remove the things that maybe in your home that you're tripping on. Um, remove the things in your life, you know, that you may be mentally tripping on. Um, and remove those small annoyances in every aspect of your life. The end of the year is a wonderful time to get rid of physical clutter in your life. So I know we're accustomed to hearing spring cleaning, but let's do some December cleaning as well. Clean out that closet, donate those clothes, um, remove maybe those toys that your kids have that they haven't been playing with for years. Um, Look at maybe some things in your kitchen that you can either donate or that needs to be thrown away. Just find ways to clear things out. There are papers, I'm sure, in your house right now that need to be shredded because they're irrelevant to anything taking place in your life. So declutter. There is also a point I want to make in the space of decluttering um, and talk about having those tough conversations because sometimes we wait and push things off, but it's important that, you know, we want to start 2020 off fresh. Um, Take time to have those tough conversations with people. Clear up confusion. Um, Confusion can linger. Uh, Generally, we're afraid to find out the answers to our questions. 
find out, you know, you'll feel stronger and you'll know you'll have a better sense of what to do next. This may be in regards to a friendship, a conversation that needs to be had because of, you know, you may be confused of where you stand in your um, friendship or it may even be within a relationship. Um, Where do you stand? Where where is this going type of thing? So um, oftentimes we shy away from having those tough conversations. I know for one, I um, kind of back down from having crucial conversations, but it's important to have crucial, crucial conversations because we can't live a lifestyle of clutter. And that even comes with the people that we're keeping in our lives. So have the important conversations. Is there something you've been carrying around with you and not saying? You know, one way you can tell that you've been carrying um, something around and, and not having the, the tough conversation is if you've had the conversation in your mind of what you would say, it's time to have it out loud. <laughs> it's time to, you know, gather the strength to have those tough conversations out loud. Um, if you're already rehearsing what to say, it's time to have the conversation. So declutter your life. This is clearing out your house and your mind. So trust me, if you take the advice to de- declutter your um, your life and, and clear out your space, you will feel better mentally and emotionally. You'll feel um, mentally and emotionally lighter, I promise you. Uh, third point is to reconnect. Um, during this season, you may have the opportunity to take some time off as we are nearing the end of the year. Um, but sometimes the vacation time can totally get sucked into your to-do list. Um, if you're the one that's hosting, let's just say a holiday party, or if you're, um, the one that's on point to be the person that cooks the meals during the holiday season, you know, you may be taking those, the days off of work but you're still doing a lot of work outside of work. And so um, you may feel that you need a vacation from the holiday time off, you know? Um, And it's usually because you've done so much work, you've done so much that you really didn't have the opportunity to relax and really reconnect um, with friends, family, and yourself. Uh, we get so caught up in the holiday season of taking care of everything, taking care of other people that we don't take care of ourselves. So I would like to encourage you to create, um, you know, little times, the little windows of quiet time to enjoy some alone time for yourself and also uh, enjoy the quality time with those that are the closest to you. Oftentimes it's only... Um, you know, during the holiday seasons or when something, you know, drastic happens that, you know, family, you know, convenes and, you know, are enjoying each other's company. And so really, I want to encourage you as you are nearing the end of the year to reconnect, reconnect with friends, reconnect with family, you know, those, you know, of us that have family outside of the state that we may be living in, pick up the phone, call, FaceTime, Um, do whatever you can to really cherish the moments um, that we have because tomorrow is not promised. And so it's important that we seize the day, we seize the opportunities that we have. And um, I wanna really encourage you to reconnect in this 
season. Number four, do something good. So um, for this point, I really want to push the fact that um, as we're nearing the end of the year, find some opportunities where you can volunteer some of your time for a greater cause. Um, Volunteer at a soup kitchen. Um, If you're unable to do that, if you're unable to go to a place physically, um, like feed the homeless or, um, you know, donate clothes or donate um, items, um, give to your favorite charity. You know, so many uh, websites now have the opportunity for you to donate online. You know, go to the website and just, you know, donate some some um, money to your favorite charity. Uh, I think I, I talked about this a little bit earlier, you know, provide uh, food or toys to the homeless. Um, this is a season that I know a lot of focus is put on, um, you know, feeding the homeless, but also think about the children who may not have any Christmas toys this year. And um, it's an opportunity to maybe adopt a family or look at different organizations and see how you can provide, you know, a toy or gift um, that can be donated to a family that's in need. Um, for this, doing something good, I really want to drive home that it is our duty as human beings, especially as believers, to do anything that we can to make this world a better place. Do your part to bring something positive during this season. There's so many things that are going on that are negative. Do something that can promote some positivity during this season and it doesn't have to cost you a lot like if you're volunteering you can volunteer for an hour two hours three hours just taking you know a small amount of your time to give back if you're donating you don't have to donate thousands of thousands of dollars you know donate what you can but just do something good do something that can make a difference in someone's life um you know, we kind of get focused on ourselves, on our families and all, you know, the things that are going on with us. But there's so many people out there that are suffering, that are going through hardships. And you'd be surprised, like even sometimes it's the people that are the closest to you. You have no idea what they're going through, what they're facing. And um, it's important that we do our best to be a positive influence um, to those that are around us. Uh, through our churches, through our community, to do things that are good. All right, the final point uh, for uh, this episode is to build next year's goals with intent. So I know that you're already thinking about what you want to accomplish in 2020. Um, Many of us have already started our goal planning process since October. However, I'd like to um, really encourage you to build your goals with intent, okay? Um, I'll have a specific episode at the start of 2020, God willing, um, dealing with goals and goal planning and that sort of thing. However, um, because I know, you know, I can't kind of keep you from thinking ahead. I wanted to put this in here and this episode to really build your goals for next year with in intent. Um, goals should be broken down into achievable pieces. There should be achievable steps 
to get to where you need to be um, and to reach that goal. So going back to num- the number one point that I said, recommitting to the goal, make sure that the steps to reach your goal are realistic and achievable. You know, I can't say I want to drop 50 pounds in 30 days. Have there been people out there who have done that? Probably so. But can I do that? Probably not. Because it would require a high level of commitment for 30 days. And I know what my month of December looks like. So if I wanted to... um really commit to losing 50 pounds, I would have to put it to a point where I know for myself is achievable. Four months, five months, six months, that sort of thing. So make sure that your goals are broken down into steps that are achievable. And what are you going going to do to get to that end goal? Um, you know, I, I just gave the example of weight loss. So what would I do to get to that, to that goal? Waking up at you know, 5.30 to work out, watching what I'm going to eat, um, you know, staying away from certain foods, that sort of thing, and making sure that it's something that um, I would be able to achieve. Your goal may be to open up a uh, nonprofit. What do you need to get there? You need to maybe um, hire somebody who has the experience. You need to ha- set up a consultation with them. They will maybe go over what steps in, you know you need to, to do, what paperwork you need to fill out, um, what to do when you're going to the bank, that sort of thing. Um, but make sure that it is achievable and you're not trying to bite off more than you can chew. Um, it's important to make sure that the goals are realistic because you don't want to get overwhelmed with the process. Um, and sometimes that's what happens is we we set some lofty goals and there's nothing wrong with setting lofty goals. Um, but we set lofty goals and um, we get frustrated because we start to get overwhelmed when trying to reach that goal. So um, I encourage you to make sure that what you're setting is realistic and achievable. And if you do so, you'll feel a sense of accomplishment. Even as you're doing like the small steps along the way to achieve your goal, you will definitely feel a sense of accomplishment. For 2020, uh, continue to structure your plan according to the end goal. What you have to keep the end goal in mind. Um, you have to keep that destination in mind. Um, and that will kind of keep you motivated along the way to achieve your goal. Um, I want to encourage you also as you're setting those goals, um, you know, to remain intentional, be intentional. Already put in your mind that you will not give up. You know, if we're talking about 2020 goals, don't give up in the middle of the year and have to start all over. It's frustrating and it's going to make you not want to set goals again in the future. Um, and I wanted to say the fact that even if you didn't reach all your goals on um, this past year in 2019, it's okay to keep it going in to 2020. Um, and sometimes there's goals that we set that will be accomplished, maybe not within the year, but in that following year, but it's still something that can be accomplished. So even if you didn't reach all your goals in 2019, you know, you know, push them into 2020. It may be the year that everything comes together. So just to quickly recap, 
my five tips on finishing 2019 strong is one, recommit to your goal. Look at a goal that you did not complete in 2019 that you feel that you, you know, should be able to complete in uh, the month of December or even early January. Recommit to at least one goal. Second, declutter. Declutter your space. Declutter your mind. Declutter your life. (laughs) Three, reconnect. As you're coming together with friends and family, Make sure you're reconnecting with them, taking that time, having conversations. Don't get so busy with everything that you're really not spending time with, you know, the people that are really close to you. And also reconnect with yourself. Take some time to just chill, to relax, to meditate, you know, to um, decompress, reconnect. Number four, do something good. I encourage you in the next week or so to start to look at different organizations in your area where you can dedicate your time, where you can dedicate your funds to do something good. And finally, as we're looking into 2020 with a new set of ideas and new vision, uh, I want to encourage you as my fifth and final point that you build next year's goals with intent. Be intentional Uh, Make sure that your goals are achievable, they're realistic, and build your next year's plan with intent. I pray that these five tips have helped you in some way. Um, If you would like to connect with me and tell me how things are going in this month, I would love to hear from you. You can send me an email, you can send me a DM. Um, I love to chat it up with you guys. Um, so again, remember the five tips to finish 2019 strong. Thanks for tuning in and I'll catch you on the next episode. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the infertility podcast. Be sure to connect with me via social media. You can find me on Instagram at I am Danielle Joseph or on Facebook, master mentor and minister. Or you can visit my website, which is www.iamdaniellejoseph.com. Thanks so much for tuning in.